Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute. <laughs> <laughs> Point Break Minute. That sounded like a Monty Python thing <laughs> yeah, after a while. Yeah, it did. It really did. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> point, Monty Python's Point Break Minute. Oh, no. no. We point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. No one, ah, no one expects Point Break Minute. Come <laughs> the ministry of silly point break minutes oh, <laughs> oh we're just doing the greatest hits <laughs> all right i'm Murren kennedy uh point break minute we point out the moments to break down the minutes i already said that in a weird voice but it still counts i'm one of your hosts and i'm jessa is another host and she's going i'm going to let her talk eventually but i'm just going to keep talking because it's just i don't know it's not funny anymore okay go ahead <laughs> okay um we are on minute 98 um, let's see. Jessica just got a text and it was a little distracting for a second. <laughs> minute 98. We're professional podcasters. We don't get texts. Yes. Minute 98 uh, continues with Bodhi doing something like 1,000. No, no, no. He says, check the rigging, okay? I think he finishes saying, check the rigging, yeah. okay? So he says, check the rigging, okay? And uh, he's shouting to Nathaniel. And Nathaniel is loading the plane up with whatever Bodie's throwing up towards him. You're loading it up. Yeah, loading it on up. Getting ready for a trip. Load them up and out um, with tools and I don't know. It's just there's a huge toolbox. Do you what? What is that? Uh, tools. Why do Why do they Maybe, need those? Allen wrenches. Monkey wrenches. I would hope you wouldn't need to be wrenches. like using wrenches to fix a plane and then fly it. <laughs> you, you'd rather they didn't fix it or is it just like the fact that like fixing right before takeoff then doing a takeoff like it's like they do like they go around like kick the tires like what if it just what if one of the tires just exploded like what would you do then yeah that was, what's the point of kicking tires what does it prove i don't know that they're they're sound i guess i guess that's you know i feel like that's a thing that like that's like a oh it's, I don't know. It's like a male proving of like you're you're stamping your territory. Yeah, it does seem like that. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. You just you just got to do it and just like make sure everything's okay, <laughs> even if you don't really know it's okay. But you're kicking it to make sure. But there, I mean, there's seriously there are like several there are steps to like making sure a plane is okay to fly. Like you have to check the rudder and check the really? a- ailerons and all that stuff to make sure everything's How do you working. Know these words. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I just learned them at some point. Where you learn stuff. Osmosis, like no, it's just like how you learn things. I just I just heard him somewhere. I don't know. I I used to play this like World War One flight simulator game. Maybe that's where I got it from. And now it all makes sense. I guess I don't know. Huh? Interesting. Like back, you know, like when computer games were still well, not a new thing, I guess, but like early yeah, when they would have been like black with the green dots. 
No, not even that okay. old. But it was just like compared to now, I guess it seems yeah. very primitive. Like early Sims. Yeah, kind of like Sims that, maybe. One G. Like you could definitely see the pixels. Yeah. Yeah. Big fat pixels. Yeah. Um, Playing on an iMac. Yeah. One of those colored iMacs with like the red, like oh yeah, what you get different those colors called? of them. Were they like they're called iMacs. No, but they're called something else, like Juicy Fruit or like Jujube. <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> or... Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. I think they're just called iMacs. But maybe you're right. I, I think it's this. like iMacs, like fruit though. It's not like apple. It's like iMacs something orange. Um. Passion fruit. So then uh, they hear wheels screeching and they... Draw, a lot of screeching. Yeah, they draw their attention. Like this car that Keanu's driving is just like all all tire screeches. Yeah. Like yeah. no matter what you're it's doing. It's very um, conspicuous. Yes, it is. He makes a big entrance. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the idea. Oh, you're right. You're right. So he's probably supposed to be on purpose. Uh, Bodie and uh, Nathaniel give each, give each other a look like, what, what's, what's going on? And the car comes screeching towards them. It stops. Nathaniel says, fucking FBI. And it looks like he's going for a gun. Kind of irritated. Like, oh, fucking FBI. Yeah. He, uh, I like that that's his name for Keanu. Like, he doesn't just call him like, oh, fucking Johnny. Yeah, he doesn't fucking have, FBI. He doesn't have a name anymore. He doesn't. He isn't a real person to them anymore. Yeah, he's inhuman. Um, he runs to the toolbox to grab something, probably a weapon of some sort. Keanu comes out of the car with his arms up. I'm not armed, and does this little twirl. <laughs> he does a little twirl and shows off his belly. Yeah, he does a little. Yeah, a little tummy show. Yeah, he shows off his tummy and he does a little twirl around. It's very cute. <clears throat> yeah, show he it's has like a, no old, gun. Kind of like a mating dance. It, that's exactly what it is. This whole movie is one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's demonstrating he doesn't have a gun. And then Nathaniel really he could, could, he could easily like he could easily still have a gun. I yeah, like. he could have had an ankle gun. Yeah, ankle. He could have had an armpit gun. Little like ones that go like this, you know. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be he doesn't like take off his shirt all the way. He like, just like literally just shows his tummy. Yeah. So he doesn't have any guns on his waist, like yeah. on his belt, which like, is cool, thanks. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they're not really well, Nathaniel's being smart here by grabbing the gun, but yeah, very he, Nathaniel, like it's pretty cool. He has a shotgun and he hides it in like That's a what duffel I was about bag. To say. He's very con- like conspicuously like has this like giant duffel bag that's just like loose around the shape of a giant shotgun going but, and like cocking the gun. To be serious, like I didn't I didn't notice it the first time really. really. I heard the gun cocking, but I was like, wait, where is that? And then I like watched it the second time. I was like, oh, it's in the duffel bag. So, really? Yeah, I feel like if you're just walking by. I don't know. It looks pretty obvious to me because he's pointing a duffel bag that's just limp and like baggy at somebody fiercely and they're all looking yeah. scared. Yeah, I mean, if you were looking at it, I feel like you'd know what it was. And I mean, Keanu obviously knows that's a gun. But yeah, it's more for people who are just like walking by. I know, but yeah, I guess it just—it seems very silly to me. I thought it was smart. Okay. Good job, Nathaniel. Okay, there you go, Nathaniel. He's always thinking sensibly. <laughs> He's always thinking like the sensible dad. Mm-hmm. Of course, in my mind, when he goes running over to the toolbox, I was like, oh, there he goes, taking care of the situation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's his yeah. toolbox. God, Nathaniel. Thanks, Nathaniel. Yeah, it's his toolbox that he brought. Yeah. yeah. You got to make sure just in case. Yeah. And then uh, Keanu shouts out, 
Where's Roach? No, wait. No. Was it Nathaniel or Bodie who says, but you're not alone? I don't remember. I think it's Nathaniel who says, you're not alone. You are not alone. Thank you. You are not alone. Thank you. You're not alone. That's uh, rock and roll suicide. Oh, You're not I alone. You're a fan of the opera. So, Nathaniel, have you seen the whole thing about how like some some like nerdy music YouTube guy made a video about how Phantom of the Opera rips off Pink Floyd with that specific section? No, I haven't seen that. But I'll have to look. Interesting. Yeah. God, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Lloyd. And uh, you call him by his middle name. I call I him noticed. by his middle name, Lloyd. That's that's how I know him. <laughs> yeah, when he's trying to be a, he's trying to be inconspicuous, he goes by just 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 call him Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Webber. No one will know who I am. <laughs> and uh, so Nathaniel, he's again taking care of the situation. He realizes right away, but you're not alone. Keanu says, "Good guess. There's a gun on you right now." Oh yeah, there's a gun on you right now. Yeah. Eh. Where's Roach? Nathaniel, is going to play two at this game, says, he's around somewhere, inconspicuously. Oh, yeah, we're being real, uh, a little sly here. Yeah. Not giving away all the information. No. And... And Bodie says, uh, listen, Johnny, we're in kind of a hurry. What do you need? Pretty cool. That's a pretty cool line. What do like, you need? You know, we're kind of a hurry. What do you need? He's, yeah. Uh... I just like how I like how smooth Bodie is at playing. Like nothing's really going on. Yeah, he's good at it. Yeah, he's good because like no, it could be ta- it couldn't be like you know inc- unincriminating if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 He's he's careful. Yeah. So uh, Johnny says you got to tell me where she is. Bodie says and let my policy expire. Good idea. Good idea, not. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu goes, what if he just added? Bodie. What if Bodie just added not to all the things he said at the end? Nice. <laughs> he would not be as cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. And that. He said not at the end of his sentences when he's being sarcastic. Yeah, and going. And then nice whenever something cool yeah. happened. Or going, psych. <laughs> he would say, yeah, psych a bunch. Do, do the fake hand, like I'm going to give you a handshake. Oh, too slow. Yeah, and then running your hand through. Well, since when is that the new like? <laughs> I'm not shake your hand, but oh, I'm gonna run my hand through my hair like a greaser. <laughs> I don't know. It's still cool. What can I say? Oh. I'm sorry I do it to you so much. <laughs> so often. Yeah, you get up in the morning, wake up, like, oh, good morning. I love you, honey. Here's your I love you handshake. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. Let me help you get out of bed and get ready for the day. It's like, nope, just kidding. <laughs> so I think uh, Keanu starts to say, look, Bodie, people are dead. The ride is over. Mm-hmm. And this the whole ride, time, the ultimate ride. The ultimate ride is over. You gotta get off. You gotta open the, get the the safety restraint off. You gotta get up. Yeah. Go back and uh, get back in line. Yep, that's how it <laughs> if works. If you want to ride again, that's how it works. That's how it works. And uh, and this whole time, 
there's these music stings as you see little bits of Busey kind of trying to peek around and sneak of bits of Busey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> well, first you just see like some of his hair. His hair like gets in the frame, and they're like. You're like illustrating this with your own hair. Yeah, pretending I'm him. I I look like him, don't I? Yeah. Bits of bits of beauty. Yeah. Essence of beauty. Mmm. Smells like sweat and Yeah. It sounds like a a, like a cologne. A cologne that he like bits of beauty. Yeah. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. Mm. Real bits of beauty in it. (laughs) You just should like scrapes off the pumice stone like <laughs> bits of himself way to outgross what i was doing i appreciate it you can always you can always one-up me on oh, those oh yeah my mind is full of horror <laughs> so that's been surprised what's that line where you can't do the hey speak softly for every sound you make such exquisite agony <laughs> yes i love it it's such a good line it is good it it's is good so good i love it and he delivers it so well yeah. should we just do podcasts about vincent price movies i mean it'd be pretty awesome i think you'd I, be really excited i would for that. sign up for that although there'd be so much research to do unlike this movie <laughs> <laughs> that's true and the, he has a lot of movies like what what would our purview be like yeah would we do all of his movies because that would I be mean, that's a year that's Oh, and then, like, That's Little Vincent could be a character. That's not just the name of Bird's Dick. That's, like, actually <laughs> the name of my little, <laughs> oh, little Vincent Price action figure. <laughs> yeah, she's a Little Vincent Price action It's actually not that small. No, it's, it's, it's like a Barbie size. Yeah. Like, he could totally live in Barbie's it's world. It's about the size of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so it's a cool action figure. I think we've already talked about this for the video that I took of you, and I think I tried to post it a long yeah. time ago, but it wouldn't work. Yeah. It's a video of me playing with Vincent Price's actor. And I'm actually delivering that line. But instead of saying, pray, speak softly, I'm saying, hush you. <laughs> hush you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nothing, Vincent Price is not in this movie, but if he was, God, who would he play? If he was. Oh, he played Pappas, 100%. Pappas? Yeah. Yeah, he would. He would. I'm just I, part of me wants to see what it is. Oh, He'd be harp. He could be harp. Yeah. Part of me just really wants to see what he would do with Bodhi. I mean, I would fall under his spell. Exactly. It would be. It would be like uh, you'd have to change. You can't see him as a surfer. Yeah. You could change it to He's a refined gentleman. It could be another kind of you know take the same basic premise but with a different theme. Like he could be like uh, an eccentric uh, billionaire or something like that, and like yeah. it could be like sort of a Point Break meets Wall Street type movie where he's like a big shot yeah, yeah, investor can, and then but does then some young, like maybe some mysticism and stuff. it's like a white it's like white collar crime yeah oh, i actually like this me too i really but like then this. all yeah also mysticism because it's vincent price so there's to yeah. be something weird and mysterious yeah. about him you can't just be like a, a straight up businessman that's like part of his like, eccentricities yeah maybe maybe uh he plays this stock market and he has like a crystal ball Oh. And that's how he. That's how well, he's like. He would do any like insider trading or something, like an actual crime. Well, then I think maybe there there should be actual <laughs> crime too. But I'm just trying to work in some mysticism. Oh, okay. I was just thinking that was like one of his eccentricities. Oh, it was just like on the side. He yeah. also. He's also like really obsessed yeah. with the occult. Yeah, I could go with that. It's just like it's not tied into his. Or maybe he's he's using, he's playing the stock market and rigging it and doing insider trading to fund. Some like big like plan. Vo- voodoo plan type thing. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm liking this. So they have to hire an FBI agent to infiltrate and pretend, and to, pretend also to be into mysticism. Uh, yeah, and also, to be, also be a Wall Street guy yeah. who who is into mysticism. Uh, yeah, the occult. That so mysticism and the occult is the equivalent of surfing. <laughs> And robbing banks is the equivalent of playing the stock market and doing bad stuff in insider trading. Yeah, I think I think we got to reverse it. Yeah, he, he's. I think Vincent Price has to be an occult leader first, and then also they go and like play the stock market and they do like white collar crime to fund their occult business. Oh. So I think yeah, I think I like that more as like because I want more of the occult if it's going to be Vincent Price. And then the stock market is kind of like the weird other thing. But then I feel like it gets into cheesy Vincent Price territory where, like, I can just imagine him in robes being like, now is the time. <laughs> and, like, the robes come up like Manos' hand of fate. <laughs> yeah, it has the big hands on the robes. <laughs> yeah. Like a monarch butterfly. Yeah. I, lo- I don't know. I want that in Vincent Price. I want, the, I want the occult. I want him to be a little more smooth. I like the bat Vincent Price the best. The bat. I don't like... A silly Vincent Price. Okay, is. okay. The Bat Vincent Price is scary and good. Well, so I think we have an idea here. We'll have to work out. TMTM, copyright, copyright, yeah, R, whatever you say. It's like, yeah, it'll be the, the second after, you know, like, you know, we got Drop Zone, Point Break with Skydiving. We got Fast and Furious, Point Break with Cars, and also later with Skydiving. We oh, kind of yeah. just did everything. And then we got Point Break, uh, a cult Wall Street thing. Yep. Let's do it. I like it. Okay. And re- re- resurrect Vincent Price to do it. If only. Don't play with get my emotions like, like that, Marin. A young, get like a, I don't know, who'd, who'd be the other guy? Who'd be the next Vincent Price? <laughs> no, well, no, I think he would be Utah. No, it's going to be Vincent Price. Okay. I thought, you're thinking, no, I thought you were saying, like, who now there's is no, Vincent Price? There's no replacement. I mean, there's no one now who's Vincent Price. I wish. I know. Right. One can only daydream. One can only dream of yeah. a Vincent Price for current for our current times it would solve a lot of problems that we're dealing with right I think now it would and, well vincent price was a philanthropist and he did give a lot to the arts oh what a good guy yeah he was great it's a wonderful man hopefully yeah so who would play as utah to his Bodie. for some reason i keep thinking hayden christensen but i don't really want that no, to happen that's just a name only have it's like one. i have an, i have like having a, a earworm in my head that's just that name you just stuck in my head it. for some you reason i don't, and you like, don't know why hayden christensen. <laughs> hayden christensen so um who would it be it'd be somebody and i also nicholas cage should be in it as pappas okay okay yes yes and he I'm has like there. he has like a a past with the occult Yes. You know, but he, he was like... But he needed to give it up. Yeah, it got too dark for him, and it, like he lost someone close to him mm-hmm. because of like some weird like magics that happened. Yes. Uh, and then the young guy is going to be, let's see, I don't know. Uh, 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 I'm choking up. Okay, we'll get back to this. Uh, anyway, the, yeah, people are dead. The ride is over. Uh, point break. Um, yeah, this, this is a minute. I liked I liked Keanu's little twirl around. That was nice. sort of the main the main uh, plus for me. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before we go on to recommendations? Not really. I mean, uh, yeah, we got the plane. We oh. got Bu- we got bits yeah. of Busey peeking yeah. around the corner. Yeah, it was nice. There's a nice little camera reveal of Busey hiding from behind some equipment to watch the scene that's going on. Yeah. It's a nice little like. 
I guess this is kind of a what's notable about this is like we just had a big high tension scene and they're just bringing it right back to another right back high tension up. scene. And yeah. it's I I think they're doing you know the, yeah. the pacing's good here. They, I think they're like it's I think it's a hard trick to pull off. Yeah. They're like they're like okay, now we're just going to do it again. It's going to be another, you know. I think the music stings really help to add that tension. Yeah. yeah. It's uh the music's kind of generic in this movie that we've talked about, you know, we haven't talked about it too much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's nothing too extraordinary, but it's it does its job. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's like yeah, like any tensiony movie where it has like the ding 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 ding. It's not like, it's not as atonal as we're doing it. Yeah, it's not like a a horror movie score, like a two thousand one type score. Yeah, it's like yeah. drones and like suddenly strings are plucked and yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about this minute, Jessa? No, I think this would actually be a good. Speaking of horror movies, a good transition. We're just trans right trans right over to that rich transition. <laughs> okay, we'll transition right over to that position. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Recommendations. <laughs> Recommendations. Kick us off, Marin. Why uh, don't you? Yeah, uh, we just saw us just now. Just now, just got home. Us, Jordan Peele's us, the second. The follow-up to... His sophomore film, as I'm really liking to call it. The sophomore film, yes. I was like, I wish we could just keep going and call it like the junior and senior films. (laughs) This is the senior film, and it's wild. It doesn't give a fuck anymore. The senior films are all like spring-breaking and like senioritis. Yeah. You can totally make that uh, analogy. But us, uh, yeah, we can talk about it a little bit. We already talked a lot about it. I feel like it prompted a lot of discussion. It did prompt a lot of discussion, and I will say... Um, we are not going to give away many spoilers. Yeah, this is a spoiler-heavy movie. You don't want to go into it yeah. knowing too much. Um, uh, I I liked it. I'm not a big horror movie person. So I feel like sometimes when I go into horror movies, and I don't know how you feel about this, uh, certain you know tropes and stuff that are done I find effective, even if someone else who'd seen a bunch of horror movies... Oh, I, I jump every time. You jump every... Okay, so maybe... I don't know. Do you, uh, there's a... There's a there's always silly jump scares. That's not going to ruin anything. The silly jump scare in the first scene um, it's got me. No, oh, there you it, go. It always gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was quite good. Uh, not as good as Get Out, but it's, you know, it's hard to follow up on that. Uh, I thought, although for me, it was scarier. It was like more of a straight up horror movie, whereas Get Out was kind of a uh, an analogy satire where... And almost more, almost more comedic in a way. Although they're both, you know, have their comedy elements. Yeah, there's there's a lot more depth to Get Out. Get Out is yeah. many layered. And yeah, Get Out. I guess I would just say it's like it's a horror movie plus other things yeah. where that are, and that almost makes it like it's more interesting and that makes it less scary to and me. Where I'm thinking about it more, it's poignant. It's in a poignant, way. and uh, and the, the horror is more under the surface. I would yeah. feel like there's like. There's the the, the micro aggressions that yes. go on with the the white family and uh, and it just kind of like keeps building and I really like that but it's not it's more thrilling than scary and it's yeah. kind of like more just interesting yeah whereas this is more like straight up we're doing a horror movie it's creepy as fuck yeah um and I I was I thought it was very effective I thought it was really interesting and very it just again with Get Out like <laughs> I'm not gonna give away what it is but in the end there's just like with both movies. They're just like, okay, now we're getting fucking weird. Yeah. Now we're just getting way out there. Yeah. Science fiction. Yeah. Weird shit. And I like that about Jordan Peele. And I like yeah. I like that in this movie. It we talked about the the in the plot elements in this movie, and basically a lot of it doesn't 
hold up to scrutiny. No. <laughs> but it's I it's, I thought it was weird and interesting. And I was I was entertained. I had a good time. And uh, the design is very good too. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll echo that. I spent a lot of the movie going, God, this production design is really good. Yeah, I will say to give one kind of spoilerly thing, not plot wise, but we went in hoping that the tra- the the song from the trailer, uh, the Luna's song, I got five on, on it, would be used in the movie as well as in the trailer, and it is. It, you, you'll hear that song a couple of times, yes. and it's uh, it's very well used. And Lupita Nyong'o is amazing. Yes, that is a high point. I would. She gave an amazingly scary performance. Yes. It's a good horror. It's a very good horror movie performance. Yes. It's probably my favorite performance of hers. Yes. The other contender I've talked about would be 12 Years a Slave. She's very good in that, but it's not a movie that I want to go back to ever. You know, it's... And it's more. But you walked out of the movie theater not say, saying you would never want to watch this movie again. That's true. I, although, I mean, I maybe I would. Yeah. If we, you know, if uh, like uh, we had we're having like a party and some people wanted to watch it, I'd be like, oh, I'd be interested in watching that. Yeah, yeah, I, I might, I might watch it again okay. at some point, not by myself, but if someone I was hanging out with was interested, I would be like, yeah, sure, I'd be into watching that with someone who was like discovering it, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a cool movie. Uh, yeah, Lupita Nyong'o's great. Um, it, and it's like I, I wanted to say like Twelve Years a Slave is like she's very good in that, but it's like it's a performance you kind of seen before, like you know, the slave. Who's you know finds the strength to, to go on and it sort of has these big emotional dramatic moments and it's very good. But this is like there's so much creativity that goes into this performance and she does so many things that I've never seen yeah. anyone do yeah. before. It's just like so much creativity and originality. It's that it's like amazing. truly um yeah wonderful. Yeah, I saw somebody Elizabeth Moss. I also really liked as well. Uh, she's not at, you know, not to that not at that level, but I thought she was having a lot of fun and it was. Is, I appreciated her presence as well, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't always say. Yeah. Um, I I saw on a uh, another podcast, the Flop Houses uh, Facebook group, somebody asking about what was the, what's the scariest performance you've seen given by an actor yeah. based on Lupita Nyong'o in this movie. Kind of like that was what prompted the question. Yeah, and I totally get that after seeing it. Yeah, if people had some really interesting answers. I'd be curious if anybody. From the minute by minute community, or from this audience, um, had any answers? Yeah, to that. that's a good uh, that's yeah. a good thing to throw out there. I'll I'll put a post on the Facebook group yeah. and see if anyone has any interesting answers to that. I, the ones I thought of, uh, I I th- I think this is probably number one for me. I can't think of one that's like that based just on the acting performance is like more effective than this. I can't quite think of one. But maybe it's just because it's fresh in my head. Yeah. The other one I think I thought of, which like isn't as scary, but I think is an effective kind of, especially knowing when on a rewatch, especially is uh, Ian Holm in Alien. Mm. I think gives a good kind of creepy performance. Um. And yeah, people say like Javier Bardem in No Country yeah, for Old Men is a good answer. good answer. To me, like part of it is like. At what point am I starting to get scared for other actors' safety? And honestly, Busey did come to mind, but it's not. I don't. I don't. It's a different kind I'm of not, scary. Yeah, I'm not scared of him. Like I think it's a legitimately like. I mean, I haven't seen Ginger Dead Man. Is he in Ginger Dead? Yeah, Man? Yeah, he's he's in Ginger Dead Man. Is he the Ginger Dead Man? I think so. I, I just imagine like him doing voiceover on a "Come back here, you!" and he's a little gingerbread man running around. It's kind of like a Chucky takeoff, yeah. kind of thing. Maybe I I have not seen the movie. Maybe it's something we got to watch for our yeah. as part of our uh, Point Break averse. Okay, um, we've done so much research. So much research. What uh? Anything else about us? No, I said everything I need to say. Okay, 
I'll recommend by recommendation. And I will say that I've only seen the first four, no, three out of ten episodes. But um, I'm really enjoying Maniac. Um, I started watching it with my dad because he likes weird stuff. The weirder, the better. And he likes science fiction, the science fictionary, the better. Uh, and he uh, and I started watching it and it's it's super dark very very dark and um jonah hill gives an an interesting performance he plays depressed very well and he he looks tired in this and just awful and every time i've seen him before i'm like oh he's okay looking but he looks awful in this and um emma stone gives a a pretty good performance justin thoreau is really funny um it has enough weird elements and like what the fuck moments to give you um to make it worth all the depressing moments and my dad after the first episode is like oh this is kind of like lost isn't it and i don't know if i would go that far but there are a couple like moments where you're like wait a minute what so um yeah i I, i'm excited to see where it goes and i'll i'll report back if it's if i decide no i'm not gonna recommend it anymore okay you take back the recommendation yeah that's a new thing yeah right cool we did it another point break minute thank you for listening we love y'all we're gonna peace point break minute bra Woo!